wilderness beasts and people and all the lost ones and the ones that are need to get saved. I'm going to be covering Moses' story in the wilderness with the Israelites in the law on how they're going to apply it. A lot of the legal stuff that they came up with actually is still used today on laws of the people, personal injury, the injury to animals, property laws, all that kind of stuff. It dates back to this Exodus time frame that we're still using today. And I got a little other stuff that I wanted to go over from our last podcast, our debates that have been ongoing. How many Israelites does it take to change the light bulb? So we're going to be talking about some of those topics and uh, we'll see how it goes. Hey, Mark. Hello. How's it going? Good. Pretty good. So I watch your cat ending the third part that traumatized me man they're well you shouldn't watch what you shouldn't watch my videos some of them you'll know in advance like yeah i mean that's the thing is like youtube wants to censor me but uh i think people can choose what videos they want to watch you know what i mean sure i don't believe in censorship they don't have to watch it no one's forcing them to watch the cat eat a bird but the bird (laughs) was hungry if the cat doesn't eat the bird the cat's gonna die someone has to die so that someone can live. <laughs> I realize the cats are the biggest psyops in all of time. They're like, cute, yeah, no, cuddling, I'm revealing the truth. I'm, yeah. I'm exposing the truth about cats. They're I, not cuddly teddy bears. That's no. what everyone thinks. Oh, cat. Oh, they're so cute. These are violent predators with, they have knives on their hands. Yeah. They're, they're claws. They're not paws. These are claws. They're like the Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, I get scratched all the time. With its bird for a long time, and it, and it looked like it was almost ready to get away when it was flapping and ready to come alive again. Yeah. But no, that's when it just chomped the whole thing. <laughs> I didn't keep in mind, I, yeah, I've had the cat. I've had. I got my first cat probably almost ten years ago now, or eight years ago. They like these are just stray cats that come into my yard, right? Yeah. Basically, or, or or some mother cat gives birth to them in my yard, and so the cats would be dead if I didn't take care of them, right? Yeah. So, um, and then I noticed, you know, I never had a cat before. The first cat I had would take animals and it would do it out in the yard and torture them for like three hours, yeah. slowly killing them, playing with them. And I was shocked. I was like, whoa, I'd never seen anything that crazy in my life. <laughs> and I didn't film it. You know, it never occurred to me to film it. Uh, I did start taking photos eventually, but they just kept doing it, you know? And so keep in mind, this these things happen whether you film it or not. Oh, I know. I, you know I mean, I, I mean? was hopeful the bird was just going to fly away, but then well, the thing is, they're they're fatally injured from yeah. the first moment the cats capture them. Yeah. They're they're going to die eventually. Yeah, they're injured fatally because we've tried to rescue the animals and they they just end up dying anyway. The but they love day. the torture part. I mean, it's chasing well, no, they, well, it looks like they love the torture. I think they're just uh, wired to. Hunt. practice their hunting skills even you know they do seem to love it but they seem to have no understanding of the uh the pain of the other <laughs> of the no. other animal no. I mean, I guess they're psychopaths they're like alien furry aliens <laughs> come here to spy on us and then counts <laughs> when it's time it seems like it. Yeah. yeah. They're interesting animals. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, my cat, one no of my cats. Blood, no blood. Well, they, 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 they eat all the blood. They, they're not following the Torah. They're eating the blood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't drain the blood. They eat everything. No, they they eat the feathers, the guts, everything. everything. Sometimes yeah. they'll puke afterwards, but. Uh, it's like a boy. Yeah. 
eat the whole thing all at once. Yeah. And the cat was, I think the cat thought the bird was dead too. And then the cat was visibly uh, shocked when the bird started moving again. Yeah. That's when I decided I'm just going to eat it. (laughs) But videos like that, most of the watchers that, you know, the men like those kind of videos, you know, that's what I've noticed. I mean, I have more male subscribers than female. I think it's like 60 or or even it was 70% male for a while. Yeah, because we watch and, the kids' uh, videos. We don't watch the. I do. I do put the. I balance it out. You know, I put the. I put the, like this traumatizing, violent video. And then the next day, I'll put this cute because they do I both. They do both. Them. I know. I was going to call the channel uh, "cute killer cats" because they are cute, <laughs> but they're killers too. You know. Yeah, assassins. So, you should call them cat assassins. They're assassins. Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're violent killers, but but they help humanity by killing the rodents and keeping everything clean. Yes. They do help people. They helped people uh, survive, in, especially in cities and stuff. They've been essential for the uh, uh, no for doubt. Human, for, I mean, for humanity. Someone's no got to kill the mice. Mice, all the it, other pesty little things. Yep. I, I mean, I, how many animals are kill? How many animals kill other animals every day in the world? I mean, it oh, must be in the, the billions. Time. That's their food chain, right? They eat it. Yes, and people don't. And I, I chicken yesterday. I ate a bird myself yesterday. Chicken. Yeah. Right? Now I didn't kill it myself. I didn't see you it didn't getting play killed. Play around with it, dead. So, so everyone's everyone who eats meat is taking part in the murder of an animal. Yeah, that's fine. And no one wants to think about it. But and then they I blame don't want my cat. cat. My cat's. I'm the bad guy, though. I'm the bad guy <laughs> for making the video of the cat killing a bird. I'm the. Bad no, guy. I'm not blaming you for killing <laughs> it. I'm just blaming the cat for trying to be cute when it's not. That's where I say it's the biggest psyop in all. Well, of that's the that's that's the psy. That's the uh, that's the propaganda we got. Yeah, that cats the are cat cute. No, the cats are. They cats get are, you they're lion. They're basically small lions. Yeah, well, assassins. YouTube, they're vicious. YouTube is full of videos of tigers and lions killing large animals, full of blood and guts. But yeah. yet they want to censor my Maybe video of my cat. Filmmaker. That's all good. But they don't I, censor those videos. They censor mine. There's other there's other videos out there much more violent than mine of, of house cats killing there mice. There should be zero censorship. I think you should all just let people decide what they want to watch. Except for... Well, it proves I'm, they're trying I, to control our brains. Yeah. Through censorship. Otherwise, yeah, just let people choose. Oh, here's the violent cat channel. Watch right. it if you want to. Don't watch it if you don't want to. <laughs> There's only one thing I would censor all the abuse to kids and, you know, like porn and stuff like that. That would be the only censor. But beyond that, really nothing. But that shows sin, right? I mean, look at the internet. Most of it is porn, right? Yeah. That just shows the human heart. That shows the depravity of man that we get this technology. And what do we use it for? We use it for sin. Plus, they don't censor any of that stuff. What do they censor? Us talking about life. That's what they want to censor. They don't want to censor the... The stuff that really changes people. Um, they want us to sin, right? They're always trying to encourage yeah. us to sin, and that's you know that's why we need these laws that they're talking about, especially these old covenant laws. It's yeah. um, it's because because people have a propensity to sin, so they needed all these laws. And now what we're going to see is the uh, application of the Ten Commandments, right? Is that you call it case yeah. case law? Is that is that kind of case, a common law? Common law. Yeah, because it was. The, just developed by judges making decision on whatever problems that came up. Based on the Ten Commandments, right? Based on those principles of loving God and loving your neighbor. And just I, what I notice, a theme of justice continually throughout the Bible. 
that God is a God of justice. You know what I mean? Everyone talks about love and all this stuff, but God is really a God of justice. You need justice, though, because it's like every time somebody does something, even if it's not (laughs) intentional, it hurts somebody or thing. They have to take care of the problem. So that's why all the laws develop, because it's not just like, okay, if somebody got damaged, it, it also goes into like compensating the other person because of the damage, right? It wasn't like people could just do whatever they wanted and walk away and nothing. They were always consequences. So you had to develop some sort of a justice system just to deal with the consequences of sin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it sounds like in the new in the new creation, we won't really need all these law. You know, we won't need... You won't need any of these jobs system. that we have. It will be on our heart. Like, we'll yeah. automatically be just... We'll be automatically... will not be... Uh, hurting other people right i mean whatever the new society once god gets sort of sin and evil then i'm like that thing that makes you do it or want to do it if that's not there anymore i I suppose there's a different society altogether that we just don't even know how that would be really because every job really has to do with how people live in sin and the consequences of sin. Like you don't need medical care anymore because we're going to be healed from the fruit of the trees that god planted but before that we'll be healed from the miracle the magic potions (laughs) that too the government the government the false messiah yeah (laughs) has his own uh, magic potion (laughs) everyone must follow you see where satan has a covenant as well and remember like uh, later on we're going to see moses had a veil Everyone had to wear the veil. I think Satan's making a covenant and is going to be just as strict as God. God's pretty strict, right? Yeah. If people don't obey God, he gets a little upset. And it's um, we're going to see some pretty extreme examples of that. And also, if you don't obey the beast, there are consequences as well. (laughs) It's going to be the most mimicking God, but in a wicked way. You know, everything that Hmm. God did, he's going to replicate it. But then he's just going to decide you know his 10 commandments with whatever they are i'm sure he's going to come up with something at the end times but i wanted to go over something before we start chapter 21 i know this controversy has been ongoing but i wanted to read about it and see <laughs> what your thoughts were dot questions.org well they got answers well they, they have all the it's answers not the answers that i <laughs> was looking for but i just wanted to know their controversy why they were So they went into a little bit about how the scripture points to large Israel, but the history or reality in their mind suggests that it could only be lesser number of small Israel, according to like what you believe that is 30,000 or something. So they pointed out like different verses, I guess in numbers later on, it's going to recount by census how many people. And even what I thought it was 600,000 total, it actually isn't. It was only talking about adult men where they said the total population was four times that, about 2.4 million. I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to read whatever the Bible says, which was around 600 something. So having said that, then I looked up to see the calculator. You could do a population growth calculator. So their initial population Mm. was 70 people, right? Yeah. Uh, And then they were enslaved for about 430 years. I used roughly 2.15 and it came out. Oh, wow. Interesting. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. 657. You got to trust the science. 
<laughs> well, you got to trust something. Numbers don't lie. That's well, pretty interesting. Bible doesn't lie. That's where I'm going. So I'm trying. Although to this rate out- of growth is that uh, based on recent trends, or is that is that a? I mean, it may have been even high. The rate of growth. You think people almost had more children back then than they do now? I do, is that a? Where did you get that two percent number? Is that is that like the official well, number? I looked. No, I only can go back so far. We're not going to be able to go back four thousand years ago, but. Based on what even we have to the earliest when they were, look, this is a population growth of Egypt since 1800 to 2020. Mm. So their earlier recount was about 4 million, even if you go back to 1800s, about 4 million people. Oh, wow. Okay. I was looking at their population rate and you can see most of it, it's always been a, between around two. Okay. Something, two right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. And this is actually same for throughout the whole world. And it's only gotten less now. Which oh, is- well, look at this. 1.5%. Yeah. So it's de- That's de- a major decline. Yeah. Well, it was almost 3%. Everywhere. Wow. Gee, I wonder. Because I wonder what could have caused that. The genocide is working pretty well. Can't imagine. I can't imagine what could have. Po- oh, look at this chart. <laughs> wow, it's going down. Well, even it started going. Is that the population growth chart? Yes. So, but um, Egypt. that's of Egypt. But look yeah. at it's gone down since for the for a while now for uh, since about Almost. 2015 or yeah. so. It started going down before, but then it's um, wow. The average. This is for every population growth rate for the world so some is negative more some have less right some are Um, negative some are negative yeah but i i was specifically looking up egypt because that's where they lived it was higher now it's getting lower so i'm just going to average it out to just two percent it could be more it could be less okay uh but even at two percent it went down in half so like it went to 349,000. But if I just raise it a little bit, 2.1, it goes up significantly. I think. That's amazing. Yeah. So even at 2.15, now you got almost 700,000 people. Would you put uh, 3% in there? Let's see what happens if it's 3%. 2 million. Well, there's, there's the 2.4 million number yeah. we just saw, right? Yep. Huh. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a pretty strong, that's a good argument for uh, the 600,000 yes. view. You know what I mean? So I was just looking I'm not saying I'm convinced yet, but it's a strong argument, I think. Aside from what these guys would have been, the Egypt population, which I really wanted to kind of figure out myself, was, okay, now this only goes back to 1800, which was around 4 million. But it, you know, the, it was up until recently, it was pretty flat rate anyway. So I would say 4,000 years ago, it could actually been more or less. We don't really know what happened, that event where people started, you know, like now the population is shooting up worldwide for all nations. But for the most part, everybody was kind of flatlined for at least three, 400 years ago. Mm. So I think... I don't know if the Bible mentioned how many of them there were, but they must have been around no. a couple million or even, you know, if they. If- well, I had another idea, though, too. Remember, there was a genocide uh, agenda going on for uh, for for about 40 years, right? From the time yeah. of Moses's birth to the time okay. they, to the time he left 40 years later, they were kind of trying to lower the. So. We would have to factor in that as well. Like, how much did the genocide initiative result in population decline? 
those last 40 years from the Pharaoh trying to reduce the, they were trying to work the people to death yeah, and, and kill the babies. So they're, the population growth in the last 40 years would have declined or at least, at least go, gone down. Because so maybe, maybe if you did like a 390 year, can you go back oh, to your, yeah. your calculator? Yeah. Put in 390 and just, and just, and that would assume like zero population growth in the last 40 years, right? And, yeah. And well, we still want to use 2.15. Yeah. Uh, now let's see what you get here. 280,000. 280, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that number there would fit if it was 600,000 men, then you could assume 600,000 women and then children and, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Or was it 600,000 fighting men? And that then you could include younger men and older men. You know, they All like the sometimes way. that word is used in the term of a of a military unit of fighting men age roughly, you know, eighteen to same like it would be in the army, you know, eighteen to fifty or something. Yeah. The way these guys said it was that it was actually only talking about army of six hundred thousand men, which yeah. would mean that they were over two million people with women yeah. and children. But the the other view was that it was an it was uh, six hundred units, yeah, of soldiers, right? Six hundred units, not just six hundred individual, six hundred thousand. See, the, it's the the issue is the word thousand, which is like yeah. Elof or something like that. Is yeah, it, they uh, six hundred something? Six hundred is it? Six hundred small groups? Six hundred platoons or six hundred thousand? people you know that's yeah. the question is is that because that number is used for the word platoon in a in a in, and remember there's many mentions of this group of people leaving as an army they right. were considered to be an army leaving the uh egypt so they also so. said that there were problems with the option to the smaller of israel because of the wars later on where they died mm. um, like large. Yeah. Numbers. Well, I think like for me, like this requires a lot more research and, and we're going to come across this issue again, it seems like. So numbers, we're going to in the book of numbers there, which yeah, is coming up soon. So maybe when we get there, we can kind of uh, revisit this whole thing. Again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we accomplished something that it, it's a controversy for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been. That's why amazing. I was looking at it in just generic terms, like without actually trying to get a PhD in this, you know, just to see because the way people breed is pretty much the same. It's gone down lately, but early on, yeah. it would not have had any constraints other than the Pharaoh beating them to death. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they would have been active just as much. So I think. Yeah using this calculator yeah has to be more than yeah i'll look into it more too and yeah. maybe, maybe by the time we get to like numbers and those things we can we can try to solve this riddle yep <laughs> obviously the bible translators think it's six hundred thousand people right and they must have thought yeah. about it and that was they the argument so like if you're gonna make a mistake would they have made a mistake twice because it's well, it's up. not a mistake it's just it's a choice you know it's like yeah. there's a word and which which meaning it has both meanings it does have both meanings but which meaning do we choose in this in this sentence here it's a kind of a choice that it's hard to know for sure and sometimes some words have a range of meanings where 
even if you use different words in the translation, sometimes they're all right, but they emphasize Why different things. Why would that leave this kind of discrepancy? No, that's how language works. That's just how language no, no, works. No, I know, but I mean... You know, again, like, like this bottle, this is a container, but it's also a bottle. Yeah. You, you don't have to argue over which word is better. It's, it means the same thing, right? Well, if it but it means in some the cases, same thing, means, I have no problems with that. It's the... Yeah. When it starts to contradict what it says, that's where... Well, it's stuck. just, you know, it's a translation issue. I don't know if there's a verse in the Bible talking about the process of translating the Bible. Well, there it was... repeats itself two, three times. That's the reason, because it wants to confirm the same message. So there's no debate about it. So well, I the think... question would be, how did the original readers say the first group of people to read this in Hebrew, right? How did they yeah. understand it? And what did the writer mean by it? That's, where, that's why you do have to look at the original context to get the original, because that's what it means, you know, what did it, yeah, but the if, original, you're, if you're a guy living 3,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, you read this in Hebrew, what it should be, it would have been more obvious to them than it is to us, because that's their language, you know, this is a foreign language to us, we're reading it in a translation. That's all fine, but it's once you start looking, it should support the argument, not contradict it. So if you, if there's no clear answer, what it's supposed to be saying in Hebrew, then it could actually hurt. It doesn't help. But then we know that it got translated in English a certain way. Yeah, well, it takes, you know, we can't do it all right now Yeah. Uh, in the podcast, but uh, that's that's why you have people getting PhDs and stuff, because there's it takes a lot of effort sometimes to, you know, I, I don't see anything wrong with that, you know. I don't see anything wrong with people having to do a little work to try to figure out what these things mean given the fact that it was written 3,000 years ago in an ancient culture in a different language. So we do have to work at it sometimes to see what it really means and how to apply it in our lives. I don't see anything wrong. I have no problem with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no problem as long as it doesn't contradict and leaves it contradicted. It has to solve the problem and can't just say, oh, well, the Bible was wrong, but this is correct. That's well, maybe our understanding is wrong. Our understanding might be wrong. People are following these words, right? So the word became, what is that verse again? The word became flesh. Yeah, in Hebrew. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> we're reading the English translation. We're doing the best we can. You know what I mean? All the right. Holy Spirit. Well, Let the Holy Spirit guide you to the truth. Yeah, he guided me to the calculators. So let's talk about <laughs> yeah. 21. Whose turn is it to read? It's always yours, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's the judgment. That's my sentence. <laughs> Exodus 21, verse 1. Now these are the judgments which you will set before them. So ESV says slave. A lot of a lot of translations would say slave here. Yeah. Which is a bit of a, one of these triggering words. If you buy a Hebrew servant, he will serve for six years. But in the seventh, he shall go out free without paying anything. Now that's interesting. Like even if you say it's a slave, right? But look, at yeah. it's a it's a limited amount of time, right? Yeah, it's not forever. They didn't. They were supposed to be set free. What do they call those indentured servants or something? Where you? Yeah, yeah. debt slave, uh, indentured servant. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of not some you know some jobs these days are kind of like that anyway, right? Well, they're all like that because the difference between if you calculate what their provisions were to be that slave, they would have had housing, food, uh, all the provisions that they need, just like any other member of the household, right? If they had 
decent masters and they were godly. They were well provided for, including their medical, their food, everything that they needed. If you put a price tag on it, it's not going to be any different than us getting paid and then buying separate medical insurance, separate housing, separate food. Mm. All that adds up. It's the same thing. So they're not putting that value. They're just saying, oh, they didn't get paid anything. They had to do all this work. But in reality, what they were were just employees that were part of the household. They had to work, but they were fully provided for us. So if they wanted to give them jobs, and I think some of them were given jobs and getting paid. Yeah. As in the previous chapter, Moses' mother got wages for nurse to her own baby right? The Pharaoh's daughter paid her. So that told me that in the environment of even though the Hebrews were considered lesser than the Egyptians, and were treated as slaves, they still must have had jobs that they were getting compensated as employees, slaves, whatever, while the Egyptians were probably living well off, you know, they had their servants to take care of their needs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Hebrews had to work. So either they were getting free and all the, you know, the wages and food, but I think they must have had their own microeconomy where they could buy certain things on their own and they were given something. But here now they're saying uh, you you can buy a servant, but they only have to serve you for six years. And then yeah, so they're, they're free, you're not paying them anything. Yeah. So God's always concerned about kind of the, Human rights, if you want to use yeah. that term, or the uh, the justice, even in different socioeconomic situations, you know, it's it's not like a communist thing where everyone's going to have uh, the same economic status. They they recognize there's different economic situations, but yet within that context, there's justice and uh, human in uh, humane treatment of people, rich and yeah, poor. Rich, rich and poor is, people still exist. Yeah. Because economy would have been totally different. It didn't work like it does now. So there would have been masters, meaning there would have been uh, people who can manage large households, large flocks, large businesses to serve other their entire households. So then having those masters, then they would have needed to take in a lot of people to manage those projects. And I guess, you know, they would have been indentured servants in a way and and notice it says a hebrew servant so these are fez- fellow israelites right yeah so no i don't know if they have they might have different laws for the foreign slaves um which will come across i think one you know eventually but uh it's interesting that's a hebrew servant right so yeah, weren't uh, they only it, hebrew and then the mixed multitudes that went with them that's all they would have yeah. been in the desert right and there was no, they did not like, um, like the, like the slave image we get in our, in our heads as Americans is going and kind of kidnapping people from a different country yeah, and bringing them back. That That's would, not what, this is not involved. Uh-huh. Kid, in fact, they, they actually say you cannot kidnap somebody and put them into slavery. So this is uh, a, what they totally did different. Equals, the trend that happened in the 1800s or whatever to kidnap Africans from Africa and then enslave them all over the world. That was purely evil right that was not yeah it's different that's a different thing like slavery slavery in and of itself has always been around and kind of it still is around yeah but sometimes it's you know how humane is it and is it more like a job is it fair you know do some people who just have no other options it's 
it's better than starving to death. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, because not everybody has the same skills. So there would have been a part of the society that they were good servants, meaning they were good workers, um, and they could work for whomever. But if they weren't given that opportunity to work, then they wouldn't have been able to build their own household and basically starve themselves out. So it kind of balanced the master yeah. relationship. To kind like of when you get a job, you know, you get your job contract, it you know, you get the salary and all that. And then it talks about health insurance. That's a huge part of uh, yeah. when you get into a job, they, they explain the dental, the eyesight and whatever the, the health insurance is a huge part of a job contract. And yeah, um, it's so freaking yeah. expensive. So like, that's the thing. Because you're like, a slave. Are, you're a slave. They gotta they gotta keep the worker healthy so they yeah. can work like a slave. The only difference is instead of the employers not paying us and then paying for our housing and our stuff and our medical care, and we like let's just say that you worked for Costco or something, you know. Um mm. and but they would have if it was truly like this kind of relationship, indentured servant, they would have had to build that entire community. <laughs> Uh, which I think yeah. one of the big corporations did try to do that. Well, they and do that here. That, That's normal. They're, they're all yeah, they're slaves. China, Where I live, they're all slaves. Well, in China, they actually <laughs> do that. They treat them like And they slaves. have to wear the, the slave muzzle. Well, that too. Still, no. Employees doing, must dress up like slaves here. Yeah. But <laughs> they would have built the housing community, right? Yeah, they do that a lot here. Yeah, yeah. They would have given you the car, the house, the food. You just would yeah. have been a compound of that employer yeah so they they get they get those are part of the deal right they get shelter they get food shelter yeah and all this they get taken care of provided right. you know and i mean where i live now they're building houses around here and it's like these workers are not getting you know i don't know how much they're getting paid but it's probably not that much but they're working really hard all day long out in the hot sun and um, a lot of some of our foreigners you know they're yeah. uh, from the neighboring countries and they're you know but they're but for them they 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 agreed to do it Right, they're not forced. It's not forced labor, or for which they did a lot back then in the in the old days. It's not yeah, forced well, labor. Even that is but. even different than what's going on here because they're exploiting workers that are poor anyway. They exploit them with any kind of money that they're willing to take, and almost anybody, if you don't have enough, you will take it. And then yeah. they're forced to work in that environment while the big man is always making millions off of these people and never really that's not what's happening here he's not like they're not exploiting workers so like i'm going to enslave that i'm going to make billions and then just leave you in a little hut somewhere you know yeah um but that's that's what happened once greed came in after the the global industrialization that kind of took over the whole planet but in that time frame you know when they were kind of building these early societies i think for the most part you know they were just average master servant households in a way yeah yeah they took care of the animal you know they probably had different jobs but they would yeah. uh, take care of all do all the manual labor that kind of stuff yeah right yeah all right. would it be better Excuse not me. to have those though i mean i don't think it's i don't know if god ordained yeah. it but he just kind of protected them yeah, and, and God wanted them to be treated, uh, but it, it's, it is very interesting. It's served for six years, and then the seventh year, it goes out free without paying anything. If he came so in by himself, the seventh oh, year, then well, I think we're we're told later on. Oh, okay. Um, if he came in by himself, he shall go out by himself. He's if he's married, then his wife will go out with him. If his master gives him a wife, 
and she bears him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall belong to her master. <laughs> and he will go out by himself. <laughs> That's like uh, the Handmaid's Tale there, isn't it? The master gives him a wife. She bears him. Oh, the wife bears him sons and daughters, children. Then the wife and her children belongs to the master. That's interesting. So does this mean like he gives the slave a wife he doesn't have children with, but the, uh, the man slave servant has a children with the wife that the master gave him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The slave has children with his wife, but then the mas then oh, the okay. slave goes away, and the master keeps the wife and the children. Not sure why they would want to do that. Maybe yeah. for the children. Uh, yeah, it's kind of an interesting uh, little thing there. Huh? So he's keeping that because he gave him the wife. He's treating her as property and the kids as property. Where before, if he's married, then his wife will go out to him. There was no condition there. Oh, let's let's look at verse five. It says, however. If the servant plainly says, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go out free, then his master will bring him to the judges. Then he shall also bring him to the door or to the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear <laughs> uh, through with an awl, and he shall serve him forever. So he has a choice to stay. He can stay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm thinking, is the earring thing is really all about slavery? You know the women pierced ears. How they? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about the earrings. What? What's that's all about? What do you do? You know something about the earrings? No, I was Is just because here he says that his master will uh, bore his ear through with an awl. So I'm guessing that's some sort of piercing, right? Mm. That's what. Yeah, it's like a mark, uh, yeah. isn't it? Um, it's a sign. Sign that he belongs to a sir. It's like a, he's in a new category. He's not just a six-year servant anymore. He's there forever now. You see what's happening though, because people, even men, they you know, one they would pierce one of their ears. Well, they had earrings. Um, you know, when they make that golden idol, I think they take they remove their earrings to for the gold. It was yeah. probably a jewelry thing before that. You know, um, I don't know if it was always associated with slavery. Because it doesn't say there's an earring necessarily. It just says there's a hole. Maybe they put something in there, of course, to keep the hole there. But uh, it does sound like getting your ear. Yeah, it does sound like an ear piercing in, in the context of slavery. In this case, I don't know if all earrings represent well, slavery. It's a, it's a curious thing because it this is. whole piercing thing, was it always meant that you were really basically a slave if you pierced your ears. Anyhow, or you like something has to be different to tell from a pierced ear versus this, which is a signal for the whole community that this is a slave for his master forever. Yeah. Although I guess it's kind of, um, I guess, you know, you could say there's some kind of fairness to that whole situation because the man did not have a wife before he started working there. And then the, the, the master gave him the wife. You yeah. know what I mean? So he can't expect that to be his real wife necessarily and children. But if he really wants to stay with them, he has to remain there as their servant forever to be with his wife and children. Sure, so I'm sure a lot of people chose that. Is because that? they're treated as property. That's it. Yeah. 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 He wants to hang on to his property. If he gave him his property and it multiplied, so he wants it back, you know. Because yeah. if they were treated as human equal, then, of course, the wife and children would not even be an issue. They would just go with the family. 
you wouldn't want to break mm. up the family. But because they're yeah. treated like property, that's that's why they can do that. Yeah. So I, I don't would, really I, like that. I bet a lot of men would choose to stay there with their family working there. And, the, and the, sure. you know, the conditions were probably not so bad in terms of their daily. They were not being abused and beaten up and all this stuff. Not, you know? yeah, not everybody abuses people like that. It's only certain gra bad groups of people. So, like yeah. he said, oh, I love my master. I mean, he had conditions, right? He had to love it. I love my master, my wife, and children. So, and so he had to choose if he wanted to stay there or not. But let's assume it was a bad master, but he loved his wife and children. What happens then? Then he's kind of. You kill the, the master. You kill the master and escape. <laughs> with your yeah. family <laughs> and then you come well, these days you have to get injected with the mark of the beast to keep your job and then if you don't you lose your health insurance and your status and you're declared a threat to public health but you know so i wonder who that end, happened to oh wait <laughs> in the end they're not even going to let you live uh without the compensation they're just gonna yeah you can see how they see us all as slaves actually essentially right they are we are slaves there's no doubt about it in my mind <laughs> we're not slaves at all because wow. we're not free to make any choice it's all confirmed like you you notice even in like all the the literature the media all the signals in your emails in your brochures it's always the same propaganda repeated a thousand times you're either accepting all of that right i mean if you whatever your feelings mm. are on ukraine if you accept it and it's the same thing that the corporation your bosses are you know as a corporation mm. what they're doing in their marketing li literature the stuff that you read on your newspaper your tv ad whatever it all comes together as one it's already a singularity mm. kind of event already happening yeah so if you don't yeah. accept it, then that means you don't have access to freely move about anyway. You're not going to get those jobs, right? They're not. In fact, yeah. uh, Twin Cities government, you were not allowed to get any job if you weren't fully vaccinated. So that was yeah. to get any governmental wow. job. Wow. Amazing. And I don't think they removed it because for that time period, you know, look at all the people that have to stay in that job. And also the ones that applied, they had zero access to that. I mean, that in itself makes you a slave because then without work, you can't plan your future. You can't buy a house. They're not going to give you loans, right? Yeah, yeah. You're shut out of the economy. Like the guy in Australia said, you know, we will have a a V, a Generation yeah. V economy. Economy, right. <laughs> mark of the Beast. He was quoting the Bible. It is a precursor mark of the beast of some sort. It's not the mark because well, yeah. the mark will make you get killed. This well, one, I think they will. It'll. It's heading there. You know, it's heading there. Yeah, it's, but we uh, don't truly know the outcome just yet. If God, but you couldn't buy or sell. You couldn't buy or sell. Buy, you know, you couldn't selling means work, right? Selling is working. Yeah, it it is a mark. It's not the mark because. Mm -hmm. We're still buying and selling. We're still able to communicate. We're still actually talking about the Bible, which is not going to happen at that time. You know, most people are coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. Yeah, so, they might. Yeah, they might have to throw out the alien narrative. It. Yeah, they're I planning. Was, I mean, they're scheming. They're running their little hamster wheels every day, trying to get there yeah. at the end. But it's really God's timing. And if He's that's not true. Ready, you know, 
then nothing's if, you think, if, you think, if you think about how God kind of controlled Pharaoh's mind, yeah, maybe maybe God will be like, okay, it's time for the alien narrative, and then the <laughs> and then yeah, Joe it Biden, actually you know. could be God <laughs> letting that happen. <laughs> you know, it's like go for it. You got another hardening their hearts. Yeah, see you. You know. Yeah, go for it. Now's yeah. your time. Now, yeah, yeah. Give them more de deception. Yeah, it's like yeah. good job, Bill Gates. Good job. Because because the thing is, I don't want to get sidetracked too much here but you know there's that thing about the uh the full when the fullness of the gentiles comes in right yeah maybe that's and I, and I yeah maybe that's happened so when that happens whatever that number is then then the end time stuff happens and we may yeah, know, and maybe we're around. getting really close to that there are a lot of bad people but there are also a lot of good people still their hearts are still doing something good for the world and the babies. The time is not, it looks like it's there, but it may not actually be there. It might have to wait a generation or two generations when they're completely deluded and completely uh, wicked, you know, where they're never going to hear God, even if you try. But right now people are listening some. So there are, yeah. I mean, isn't this yeah. kind of like a purpose to kind of reach it's a wake-up call. Yeah, it's a good yeah. time to repent and uh, do all that stuff, you know, have faith and uh, study the Bible to uh, believe, you know, make sure, understand what you believe. And, um, yeah. you know, it's a good time to do that because, uh, yeah. So, But I do think we're getting closer to something as well because the way this podcast came together, I just also get the feeling that perhaps it's, God is choosing this time to, you know, get another um, kind of a an idea I had just a couple, like maybe even two days ago was, uh, or yesterday was, you know how they talk about the second Exodus? Yeah. You know, that's a phrase people throw around. And I always thought it meant um, the second coming yeah. of Jesus. That's the Exodus. And maybe that's kind of what it is. But I think, biblically speaking, I think the second Exodus was the cross, oh. and the, the the beginning of the new covenant. That was the Exodus, and now what we're waiting for is the we're and the the second coming is more like the entering the promised land. Yeah, because immediately you know I mean? after we would be with Jesus in the promised land. So we're now like in the so I I think this whole Exodus story is the typology of human history, really. Yeah. And um and we're in the desert. Yeah, so the 40 years in the desert represents the time between the first and second coming of Christ where we're kind of tested, you know, we're tested and we learn how to live and all this stuff. <clears throat> you know, and they they had the angel of God and we we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it kind and of transformed itself in a modern way, right? Yeah, yeah, and the Passover was replaced by the Lord's Supper. That's really the main they call it a sacrament or the main ritual that we do as Christians yeah. is the Lord's Supper. And that's a very meaningful and uh I mean that's that there's a that's a that's a real thing, you know. That's the deal. That's why we don't need to do Passover, all this stuff, even the feasts. It's all fulfilled in the Lord's Supper, which we yeah, think is not, not a big sure deal, but that's a big deal. Because God but, ordained his own feasts. Uh I'm not sure if that those those are actually over. I am. I know. <laughs> we'll Whoa. talk about that again. Passover will come up again. So yeah. we'll talk about that later again. But anyway, so before I just wanted to share those <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's those insights. Which but... may you know, everyone debates these things. That's fine. Mm -hmm. All right. So if a man sells his daughter to be a female servant, 
she shall not go out as the male servants do. If she does not please her master, who has betrothed her to himself, then he shall let her be redeemed. He has no authority to sell her to a foreign nation because he has dealt deceitfully with her. If he has des designated her for his son, wait a minute. If he, who's he? He, the father, has yeah. designated his daughter for his son, then he shall deal with her according to the customary rights of daughters. If he marries another wife, then he must not diminish the first one's food, her clothing, or her marital rights. The first one would be the first wife. If he does not provide these three for her, then she shall go out free without paying money. Wow, you understand? that's very confusing. <laughs> How do you unpack this one? A woman kind of sold into marriage, basically, it sounds like, um, a yeah, daughter. If Well, there's um, different rules if she marries a master versus his, his son. Oh, if the daughter marries the master or the master's, his son is the master's son? Yeah. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. If she does not please her master who has betrothed her to himself, then he should let her be redeemed. So I guess the father can buy her back if... Uh, the master's unhappy with her. I think it's kind of like a divorce situation because the basically the husband or the the father gives his daughter to marriage, and maybe the guy pays money for that. He sells his daughter into marriage to somebody else. How, yeah, the can the woman get out money. of that? Can the daughter get out of that situation if she wants to? So the father gets money for having sold her, but then if she was not pleasing the one that. She, the master, then the father has to buy her back. So meaning he has to give the money back to the master, right? Because the master gave the father money for the the daughter. And if he's not happy with her, then he gets his money back just in this paragraph here. Mm. Right? Yeah. And then he said he has no authority to sell her again or sell her to a foreign nation because he has dealt deceitfully with her, which I don't know what the heck this is talking about or who he is. The father. I think that's the father. Um, or, or no, that could be the, that could also be the master, right? Yeah. The husband, the husband of the woman. He cannot resell her to someone else. That's kind of talking um, almost about uh, human trafficking. Yeah. All right. right. So no, yeah, only the father can redeem. That's her. human trafficking right there. He, so yeah. yeah. So the guy would buy the daughter from a father, and then he's going to resell her to some foreign country as a slave, as a sex slave or something. So he's saying, no, right. you cannot do that. Okay. So only father can buy her back to send her back in her home. Because because that would be deceitful. You know that yeah. he has to actually marry the girl. Yeah, you're right. This is you can't resell her. This is against sex trafficking. Right you here. can buy a woman for yourself, but you cannot resell her. Yeah. And then redeem would, <laughs> if he didn't want her, he would just get her money back and he send her back to the father. Uh, right? But but he can give her to his son. He can give her to his yeah. his own but son. still in the same family. And then that's the, you have to keep the normal laws in that case. Yeah. If he and has designated yeah. her for his son, mm -hmm. then he shall deal with her according to the customary rights of daughters. So he then has to make her a daughter if he marries her. Ah, ah the girl becomes the daughter of the master because yeah. she's married to his son. It's like a daughter-in-law. Yeah, and then if the master marries a different wife, or is that the son? I don't know. Then he must not. The first one still has full rights as a wife, right? Yeah. See, it's all about human rights, food, clothing, and marital rights. So if he marries yeah. another wife, 
the first wife still is, a, is still a wife. He can't just kick her out. Yeah, which is great for women in that time era because you didn't want to get discarded just because you wanted to marry somebody else. And they did marry more than one a lot of times anyway. So you had to preserve your right as a first wife. This also protected you from not getting sold the second yeah. time around as a second yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's preventing that. Yeah. And then look at the last verse there. If he does not provide these three, which is food, clothing, marital rights, then she shall go free without, without paying money. Mm -hmm. So if he's not treating her like a real wife, she can get she she can leave. Right. And then the money that the father received, he doesn't have to pay back. See, it's like they want righteous ma the masters have some kind of authority, but they have to treat their servants with with love, basically, right? right? Kindness, yeah. respect justice it's all about justice and love and justice that kind of thing you know yeah it doesn't sound so bad now because basically he he should pay for the wife just like people do you know trying to get uh dating agencies and all that pretty much well he paid a lot of countries have dowries still. yeah so he's pairing i yeah, paid a dowry a dowry but in this case yeah, he is paying the father. So he's paying the father. He gets a wife. As long as he treats her good, everything is good. No problem. And if he marries her to the son, then he has to treat her like a real daughter-in-law. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the inheritance rights. It's, it's the it's a, yeah, either, it's a pretty good deal for the daughter. If yeah. I mean, if she can't find a husband, and then she maybe maybe she's sold off to a wealthy family, a wealthy guy, yeah. and uh, is a wife. You know, you know, the, the problem could be she doesn't like the guy or something. You know, that's always a, a problem in these arranged. It's like an arranged marriage almost. To, to a yeah, it is degree, an arranged right? marriage, but she's not harmed in this arranged marriage. Only, and because he can let her go as long as the father gives back the money. If that relationship didn't work out, yeah, she they have to treat her well, basically. Yeah. And if so not, okay she can go free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like uh, she's not doing today. anything wrong if she wants to leave. Yeah, yeah. But even if you transfer these to today's laws i don't think they're bad for today either yeah when you first read it on the surface because you they, they have these triggering words right selling yeah. a daughter slave you know right. these words just kind of emotionally trigger everyone and they get all freaked out you know it's like <laughs> well we have to calm down and analyze it a little bit think about yeah. it <laughs> break it apart unpack it because at first i'm like what 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 is going on um but i think you yeah. said it correctly with this one this i would not have gotten until you said it that this is actually is, that was the uh, holy spirit yeah it was <laughs> uh what was the term that you use uh sex slave what is sex it? slave trafficking. human trafficking human trafficking yeah Which that still goes on there's a lot of that going on this it's still is what's going happening on. right now right oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible yeah. thought of this early on. Yeah. Because he, it, yeah. Yeah. And the foreign nation, I mean, if you sell a, an Israelite woman to a foreign nation, they're not going to treat her well. No. They're going to put her in a in a whorehouse. Or worse. Yeah, because look what, because these are Hebrews, laws for Hebrews among their own people, and the servants are their own people. So these are Hebrew women that they're marrying. So if you go yeah, back there's, to there's, the whole foreign thing again, I mean that'd be like selling her back to Egypt, right? Or the sex slaves, yeah. Instead of like, like, there's like slaves that do manual labor, and then there's right. slaves that 
perform sex for but i also cover the part that he dealt deceitly with her that he had intent never to marry. yeah 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 he actually hasn't done it yet but that i think that's maybe not the best way to phrase it in english you know what i mean like he has no authority to sell her to a foreign nation for if he did so that would be like it would be deceitful if he did that he didn't actually do that yet because he's not supposed to do that. Like, like he yeah, pretended well, he wanted to marry her, but really he was deceitful because he really wanted to sell her off to the foreign country. That would be deceitful. Yeah, I think it implying so that it. If, he ha if he does do that, then it would be from deceit. That would be deceitful, yeah. yeah. Well, that was good. All I right. I'm well, okay we figured that one out. We, we cracked so that case. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> that one, that, the thing is, like, if you read that on your own, you uh, wouldn't really understand hard. it. Yeah. Yeah, it happens a lot with these. Um, yeah, see, we're kind of in a new stage of the book of Exodus where it's kind of more like Leviticus now, right? A lot of laws yeah. and stuff. Uh, they're not really moving around so much. Well, uh, I like so the way action. the heading, um, the NIV puts it, uh, at least for this part, personal mm. injuries. So, oh, okay. You know, and then. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, these headings are not original to the Hebrew. Oh, I know. In the Psalms, they are, but not here. So, uh, but they are helpful for us to try to find certain passages. Yeah, because uh, my English version says "law of violence," where the NIV says "personal injuries." But I like that heading better because ESV does not have a heading there. No heading. Yeah. Well, it has one before about, that about laws about slaves. But these laws, uh, they did transcend time. They're actually similar to what's going well, on. Well, God, yeah. See, God knows the you know the human condition and what kind of laws people need, right? Yeah. These are laws given by God, right? Yep. And I like so far all these laws. They don't trigger me at all. And they're all based on the the application of the Ten Commandments, which you know basically could be summarized as love God, love your neighbor, right? So yeah. a lot of these are about how to love, how to treat people with fairness and justice and dignity regardless of the economic situation. So now we're getting into injuries of people, how to deal with it. Yeah, and, there, and there's also about uh, talk about animals as well. Yeah. She that strikes a man so that he dies shall surely be put to death. Death penalty, sounds like it. Yeah, that's a good point because today <laughs> they put him in jail for a very long time, life sentences, which is mm. not really good. That's not a good um, fair outcome. Because if somebody actually kills somebody, they should experience the same death penalty. But they're thinking they're doing good by keeping them alive, you know, mm. life sentences. But I don't think that's really biblical at all. Nor is it good for society to keep them like that. Yeah, and it probably um, would prevent more murders too, right? If people knew that yeah. if, if you kill someone, you're also going to be killed. People might think twice uh, a little more carefully. Oh yeah. We or, would not have a money-making scheme of having all these jails, you know, mm. there's, there are millions and millions of people living in jails. And, and it's know. corrupt. There's someone benefiting from, uh, yeah, from, it's purely money. It's not yeah. about rehabilitating them or doing anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because yeah, they almost become like slaves as well, right? They are they, they, they're in prison. Up. They're yeah. locked up. They, they they do work, right? They work uh, there. Some do. They, some may not. Um, I mean, they probably want to work because your mind would go mad sitting in those cells without anything to do for entire lifetime. Either they become too lenient, like they're 
clubhouses, basically. You know, they have their fancy rooms. I think in Europe somewhere, their prison rooms are better than what people pay rent for. You know, <laughs> everything is like awesome. Um, yeah. Basically, all these brand new buildings that come up, the apartment buildings, they're they almost look like they're prisons the same way that they build the prison cells. Uh, all inclusive kind of stuff with the weight room and you know all that stuff. Yeah, and, and they get rights right. Everything they do is a privilege, just like they they use the same thing for us now. Like right. if you go to work, if you go outside your house, that's a privilege that we allow you to do. Like if yeah, you go outside your cell, it's a privilege. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's a very good point because that's exactly <laughs> what I thought um, when we were locked up. Is that they're basically turning the entire world as a giant prison. Oh yeah, yeah. Where they're yeah, totally the same. We have guards, right? We have <laughs> right to go outside for about an hour. I think they yeah exercise for an hour, like yeah. just like a prisoner. <laughs> right. <laughs> the only difference is we're still paying our own rent and food, but yeah. outside of that, it's total. But it's kind of, you know, it's, it's pretty clever of them to, like, instead of rounding everyone up and putting them into a prison, let's yeah, just turn their own they, houses into yeah, a prison. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like genius. It, uh, it is genius. Evil, they're evil geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> they already have prison cells. It's called their house or their apartment. Yep, just lock yep. them in there. Oh, exactly. yeah, good idea. See, I never would have thought of that. <laughs> Me neither, but they were clever, you know. It was like, oh, we don't need to waste money because that would have required them to waste money. Yeah, and, and then, then it doesn't feel like you're being put in a prison because you're yeah, at home, right? Right. But when they decide when you can leave or go outside or... <laughs> oh, yeah, when you can shop, where to shop, how much to oh, shop. Yeah. Oh, they had guards outside of yeah. every store, had a guard to make sure you had the slave uh, costume on and the... Uh, you know, and check for the uh, slave magic potions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I could not buy or sell for three no years. No buying and selling. But, yeah. you know, anyway. what can you do? I still let us, let us continue now, in our. Now, here's paths. these are a little, some exceptions, or um, so here's some exceptions to that. Oh, yeah. Let's he that strikes a man. Oh, wait. So I read that verse 12, verse 13. However, if it was not premeditated, oh, look at this, premeditated murder. Although I think ESV says a little more specific, it says, it, but if he did not, if he did not lie in wait for him. Yeah, which is right? the same So premeditated, yeah. So, yeah. But God let him fall into his hand, then I will appoint you a place where he may flee. Yeah, they have these, uh, they call them what, cities of refuge? Sanctuaries. And, and I think in sanctuary cities, yeah, I think in Leviticus they talk more about that. A lot of these are going to be repeated in Leviticus again. They actually have those sanctuary cities now. Um, oh, really? But not in for murderers. They do it for illegal immigrants. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> isn't uh, Minneapolis is one, isn't it? Yeah, and all over California and other places. Um, they designated sanctuary cities. They call it that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, illegal, for, uh, for immigrants. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. So uh, then I will appoint you a place where you may flee. But if a man willfully comes upon his neighbor in order to kill him cunningly, then you must take him from my altar that he may die. Yeah. Okay. okay. So if it's not premeditated, like if you're just kind of, if it's kind of um, spur of the moment, then it's 
then it's okay. If you're just yeah. getting a fight and kill a guy, you don't have to die. You can go to the sanctuary city. But if it's premeditated, yeah, then and, you have to die. Yeah, because some people might have provoked somebody to get in a fight and try to kill them, but it may not be his fault because he never had any intent to kill somebody. And that's and that's like in the even today, like in the court, that's what they're trying to determine if it was premeditated or not. Because yeah. they still have these different types of laws like manslaughter. Yeah. Different murder laws depending on how much premeditation was involved, right? So that's yeah, something they're always trying to decide. Is uh, manslaughter is usually killing somebody without the intent, like negligence in some way. Maybe a drunk driver hit somebody by accident. Yeah. But they're still okay. guilty, you know, for drinking and driving. Yeah. And this sounds like it's not really accidental so much, but it was spur of the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like heat of passion or something. Like he killed him. But he didn't plan to kill him before he actually killed him. <laughs> so did Moses premeditated his murder or uh, not really? No, no. He kind of it was spur of the moment because he saw you know the Egyptian mistreating a Hebrew guy. So then he killed that's him. Why, that's why he was able to flee. Yeah, he did flee. That's what he did, right? He fled yeah. to a sanctuary city. I think that's what it sounds like to me. It wasn't. It wasn't like oh, I'm gonna go kill that guy. Right. You know, two weeks from now, and I'm going to plan it all out. It wasn't like that. No. Um, and now, did he? Did he? Did he mean to just beat him up and hurt him and accidentally kill him? I, we're not really told. Um, that could be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But David premeditated for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know why. Yeah, he but he didn't it. actually. He didn't really. He didn't physically kill the guy himself. He just put him on the front line. Yeah, but he intended. I mean, the guy could have survived. Die. He could yeah. have survived hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> but All that right. was premeditation. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Verse 15. He who strikes his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. Wow. So it's not murder here. So you can't even hit your own father and mother. That's enough to cause the death penalty. Yeah. Because God takes that honoring your father and mother commandment very seriously. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and someone like that is 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 just uh, not, you know, not obeying God. You know, someone uh, someone who's uh, depraved beyond. You know, they're they're a threat. They're a threat to public health. <laughs> well, I think it's much deeper, more spiritual than we think it is. Yeah. Um. You know, because he he ordained the parents. Not only to give birth, but have custody over their children, apply God's laws over them, and even if they're bad. And you know, so, if some, it's like creation uh, trying. You know how creation killed God. So, in a way, like we're supposed to have reverence for God because He created us. He's our Father, right? So we can't strike or think badly about him or do any of those things to dishonor God, right? So why would we, why would a child do the same thing to the father and mother who created them? So yeah, it's protecting, it's protecting the father and mother the from like a, like a teenage boy or something yeah. who may be strong and able to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's protection. Child. I mean, yeah. And there's kind of a hierarchy. There's yeah. like, you know, there's like God, man wife children that kind of thing yeah yeah all right so yeah it's it's extreme disobedience to the uh, to god's rules 
He who kidnaps a man and sells him, or if he is found in his possession, shall surely be put to death. Wow, another one, right? Death penalty yeah. for kidnapping. Yeah, this is wouldn't this be all child traffickers or any traffickers and kidnappers? They get the. They probably don't. These days, they probably don't get the death penalty, do they, if they're caught kidnapping? They, they don't even want to catch them. Forget that going to prison. <laughs> they let them go, and you know they're protecting them legally. Because there's of, money yeah, involved, right? Yeah. Billions of dollars. You know how much I looked this up before. Uh, in sex trafficking or child trafficking, one child is worth up to $80,000 or more. Um, wow. Child economy. And one of the Please. stories came out um, in Ukraine where they were making these underground baby factories. for the So they would pay the women money because they were either poor or whatever. So they take, take them in. And throughout their pregnancy, they're taking care of them in these underground bunkers or whatever. And then when the baby's born, they basically sold them to these gross people then they do whatever they want with the babies ah they, they take them in as babies oh yeah the pregnant mothers they would take in the pregnant mm -hmm. mothers or even let and then they raise they raise the little babies for a while they're not raised yeah they're, they're sold as soon as they're born well, but i mean somebody the person who takes the baby what do the what do they do with the baby all kinds of disgusting uh, evil things i mean they have to the baby has to grow up to be a you know a young child and i mean somebody has to like feed the baby right well these are all the options for the baby but they're exploiting the baby even when they're babies oh, or do they, they wait till they're seven eight years old organs they're selling baby parts oh yeah yeah, yeah. harvesting okay. yeah. sex trafficking or even just adoptions you know normal adoptions if people are wow it's such a gross trade so it's strictly money they're making ton of money off a baby, which is in high demand. So if they're paying like the mother $20,000, $25,000 to have this baby, then they have to profit from that baby tenfold on top of that. It's a whole industry, which is in billions mm -hmm. and billions of dollars. So like the evil that's going on, it's I think it's just beyond what we can even imagine right now. Yeah, it shows like like when people, if people can just turn off their, uh, if they have no conscience, they can make yeah. money by just exploiting people. Exactly, because it's just capital. If, most people wouldn't even do, most people would not really do that, even if they could make money doing it, because their right. conscience. It's but there are people out there who have no conscience at all. Exactly. <laughs> they have no soul. It's already been traded away. Yeah. So then they just yeah. perpetuate this evil. Because yeah. money in this gross terms, like there's a black market money, I don't know, other ways to make money. So like human trafficking, drugs, all these kinds of things that, you know, that it's not shown as GDP, but they're making equal or more to some countries even doing it legitimate work. So there's a lot more right. to that, but I just hope God steps in because the way that society is growing especially with technology today and access to everything like we have where these guys you know they would not even thought about like trying to trade far off land and doing all these wicked things but today you can do them super easy mm. and if they can make millions of dollars doing it nothing is stopping them so god has to intervene otherwise like the wickedness is just growing beyond belief
Yeah. Okay. Now this one's similar to the previous one. He who curses his father or mother shall surely be put to death. Whoa. Look at that. Yeah. That's a big one. Cursing, cursing your mother and father be put to death. Cause that's, yeah, that, that relates to the, there's a, one of the 10 commandments is basically something like this. Yeah. You right? can't um, honor your father and mother. I've been tempted with this one, but I have to remember Whoa. how to do it. <laughs> That's in, so it's like uh, whoever the fifteen whoever strikes his father or mother should be per, put to death. But now it's whoever curses, yeah, or dishonors, or reviles. Interesting. And again, you know, is that for bad parents? You know, yeah, yeah. What about bad parents? Because this this is kind of assuming these are these are Israelite parents in covenant with God. The, the the parents are obeying God's commands. That's the assumption I would make, unless I'm You would think so, this. but you know the reality. And how many, it's 50-50 chance you either got a good parent or bad parents. So that other 50% <laughs> of bad parenting, because these laws are so strict, and then God means it, even if nobody carries them out today, God means it. He does not want those kind of children to dishonor their parents but then if you mm. get bad parents aren't you tempted already with anger and strife that you have hatred for your parents that gets built up over time yeah you know but i think you know god wants uh people to have good families you know and yeah, this that's is all um, great. I you know ideal life but but you know what if the father and mother are kind of evil they might push their child to the point where the child gets a little upset you know what i mean so yeah. i don't know this is kind of uh some you know i mean if 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 the children if the parents are good usually the children love their parents right they're not going to be yeah, they're not, they're not going to want to curse them yeah for well, no reason by negative reasoning i guess you can imply that these were bad parents yeah i mean i don't know i think i think well maybe there may be other passages later on that clarify that a bit but maybe it's just you know don't regardless of who your parents are just don't curse them either way maybe that's what it's saying as well it's, it's really yeah, hard to good tell. or bad I, in this context god doesn't care if they're bad parents mm. in fact what you brought up is a very good point which is that if you had good parents the children are not likely to do this anyway they gotta love their parents. But what if your parents are wicked, right? And the, they're torturing their child. They're harming the child. The child is being traumatized or abused. That's the only. Then what the child needs to have some kind of rights as well. See, these are give, rights given to the parents. While I looked for to protect them rights. from their children, we we might we might come across that later on. Well, I hope um, we do because I have not found any. You know, I mean, I mean, there are some parents who who abuse their children. Yes, but the what children you need earlier, a way to get out of that situation. You know what I mean? You would think, but what you said earlier that the only time you would want to strike your father or mother is just because something is wrong in that household. Yeah, and and you notice already, even like in the murder thing, there there's always like an exception, like if, yeah. but if this is the situation, then you know I I think because these are case laws. So this this might be if your father and mother are basically good citizens, you know, the child should not harm them, protecting the parents. 
But there may be laws later on that talk about protecting the child from unrighteous parents. Well, that's well. So. that would that would be consistent with the human rights for everybody and protection well, from evil. Remember these passages when we don't find those exceptions. Yeah, well, because we got a whole we got a whole book of law coming up in Leviticus, so yeah. uh, <laughs> there'll right. probably be something about that. All right. Um, if men fight and one strikes the other with a stone or with his fist and he does not die, he must remain in bed. And then if he gets up and walks around on a staff, then he who struck him shall go unpunished. <laughs> Only he must pay for his loss of time. Yeah. <laughs> Only so he must is... pay for his loss of time and shall see to it that he is thoroughly healed. <laughs> oh, okay. So he just it makes sense. It's practical. If you beat someone up yeah. and you injure them, if they recover from that injury, then you know, pay for his loss of time. So this is consistent like, with today's law. So it's it, an eye for an eye, kind of, right? Yeah, but no, the compensation part. This is what compensation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You lost a week of work because I beat you up. Well, here's right. here, I'll pay you back for that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Are you feeling better now? Okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so they don't usually go to jail. You just get civil lawsuits. Um, ah, okay. If there was no real intent. Although they do go to jail for battery. So if a one man fight and strikes another with a stone or his fist, but it doesn't. So there are laws now that is a little bit different than here for assault and battery, criminal laws. That's kind of what this is, right? Assault and yep. battery. Right. So they can go to jail for assault and battery. Yeah. They get lesser time or whatever. But civil suit, they can also ask for money damages, which is way more than the loss of time to go to work. You know, it's interesting. They don't. I don't think they have jail at all in these laws, right? Jail oh. is not a thing. Like, they don't have a jail to put them in jail. That's why right? they get the death penalty if they're really bad. Yeah, or the sanctuary. They just get yeah. out. They have to go away to a foreign land or something. Right. Yeah, they don't have jails at all. I don't think anywhere. Right, in the that's why I never like the idea of jails now, because I don't think that was biblical. Because now it's like you just go to jail for a certain amount of time. Yeah. You know, more More serious crime gets more time, but they don't have jail at all. Not in this book, but later in, in on these, in New Testament, we do know they have jails because. Well, the Romans, yeah, the Romans had jail. Yeah. They put Paul in there and these guys. Right. But, uh, so something must have happened between. Yeah, them. but I, the Hebrews, the the Israelites, don't have they the concept have jail, of a jail. Right. They're in the desert. There's no jail. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great because that's the way it should be. It should be innocent judgment, and mm. it should be the righteous judgment, so everybody can move on. So if they're not meant to die. They can either escape mm -hmm. or they have to pay or whatever, you know. 20, verse 20. Oh, if yes. a man strikes his male servant or his female servant with a rod so that he or she dies at his hand, then he shall surely be punished. Nevertheless, if he survives for a day or two, then he shall not be punished for it is his money. Okay. It is his property, right? The master will go free and he doesn't have to pay money because he kills his own property. Well, if he survives for a day or two, does that mean he still dies after a day or two? Is that what that's saying? Yeah. If a man strikes a female, if he or she dies at his hand, then he shall be punished. So if you like kill someone, if you strike someone and they die, there must be some punishment. Punish. Right. But if he survives for a day or two, then he shall not be punished. For it is his money. 
So the servant is his money. All right, this is a little bit confusing. <laughs> so if so the servant dies, it's murder. Oh, I, I, you know what? I'm, this might be. This might mean if he survives for a day or two and then gets better. See, it's unclear if the. I think that's what it means. I think that's what it means. That, that's what it means, actually. So if he survives, if he, that's a bit of an unclear translation, but um, sometimes the Hebrew is really hard to translate for these people as well. Um, but if he survives for a day or two and then gets better, kind of like the previous, see, it's, it, we have to use the previous verse as context, whereas the guy was in bed and then he got better, right? So I think this is the same thing. If he dies, there's punishment. But if he gets better, then there's no punishment for it's his money, meaning it's the, the master loses out on the labor of the slave for a few days. So he's already been punished to a certain degree already by his slave is not able to work. Okay. That's what I think this is saying. I don't think it's saying yeah, he survives for a couple of days and then dies. Yeah. Because it would be murder either way, right? It would be yes. He's so, the punishment is in the loss of labor of a slave that he beat up, so he's getting punished that way. Well, if yeah, if he kills his servant, he gets punished for murder. If yeah, he doesn't kill the servant, then he just eats the loss because exactly, loss. exactly. That's what I think this is saying. Well, either way, I don't think I like this one at all because it's basically treating humans as solely as property. There's no well, it's basically, but still, there's no. So basically, it's saying you don't want to beat your slave up because if your slave is injured and cannot work, then um, yeah, but you even know, that, then you're say, that you're hurting yourself by if you do that, and then if you kill him, you're going to be punished. No, it, punished yeah. in what way? Death penalty? Well, or? it doesn't say. I think yeah. that would be something the judges would have to sort out again on a case by case basis. So it doesn't say uh, death penalty, right? But uh, yeah, I'm not um, liking this one. Although, although you know, ESV says he shall be avenged. Yeah, it could incur. It could be punished the same way. See, in context, it could mean punished in the same way all murders are punished, which is death penalty. Which it could be. Right. be it could it mean the death penalty. It could mean the death penalty. If that's if it is death penalty, then it's consistent with all murder. Right. I think it would be consistent. I think it would be. Yeah. There is a context to this, right? I'll, these, these are separate cases, but they're kind of in order. And we are, yeah, I think so we're meant to uh, prevent from masters beating up their slaves. Because we already know what the punishment for murder is. So that's why it says yeah. they should be punished the yeah, same so way these other murderers penalty, are punished. Then it's totally. I think different. it is. I think it is. It would be consistent yeah. with uh, human rights for the slaves. If that's and, the case, um, then it's totally fair, then it's life for life, right? I think it's the same exact thing as verse 19, but but talking about a servant instead of some other guy. Yeah. Or uh, or 18. Yeah, it's it's 18 and 19 are the same story as 20 and 21, basically. It's the same idea, I think. All right. That's my best guess, at least. <laughs> well see some I of these, like you really have to look into it more, you know what I mean? Um um, we don't have time to do that right now, but I think that would be my guess. Uh, 22, if men fight. Yeah. yeah. If men fight and hurt a pregnant woman so that her child is born prematurely, yet there is no serious injury, then he shall be surely, he shall be surely punished in accordance with what the woman's husband demands of him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. Wow. 
see a little trial or something right yeah well this is definitely a yeah the jury or judge determines so if a man hurts a pregnant woman the child is born prematurely there's no all right so he still has to pay for the premature baby because he yeah some compensation yeah Yeah. but the baby's okay and the woman's okay as well everybody's okay but (laughs) he ended up causing that to happen which is great so he shouldn't be hitting yeah it's all these are for protecting people from uh from sinners from bad people from bad actions that people might do even good people might lose their temper sometime and harm someone well i was thinking if there was more to it to cover abortions and stuff like that but well that that would be that's here that's the next one oh okay right here but if there is any serious injury then you shall give life for life and eye for eye tooth for tooth hand for hand foot for foot burn for burn wound for wound bruise for bruise so that kind of sounds like mothers should be equally punished for killing their own babies. Oh, well that's no that you're okay you're talking about abortion. Yeah, that well that's that um there might be a, there's not there might be something else. I don't know that this is talking about abortion at all, but um you know, like basically you beat up a pregnant woman and then the then if the baby's born okay, then it's that first thing we read and then but if there's serious injury maybe to, to you know to the baby and the wife and the woman then it's life for life. So if the baby dies, then it's death penalty for the guy. Yeah, if you want to apply this to abortion, then that's kind of a... I don't think this is talking about abortion. This is talking about someone else beating up a pregnant woman. But maybe you probably could apply this to, to abortion. Um, now, is this sentence right? really carrying on the proceeding sentence? Like only applying to pregnant mothers or just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, this goes with the previous paragraph. Okay. If a man hurts a pregnant woman and the baby's born okay, then there's some kind of you know compensation. But right, if there's serious injury, injury, then it's life for life, eye for eye. Ah. Whatever the injury is, if it's death, then it's death, death penalty. If it's a birth defect or something, or if the woman's hurt, then you got to do the same thing to the guy. It sounds like so to if me. it's eye for eye, let's say it loses an eye, then they're gonna. Yeah, I mean that's you know eye. we know the phrase eye for eye. It's in this context where it first appears. Tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. So whatever the injury is, that's what the uh, perpetrator gets to the same injury. Yeah. Now, now we're gonna. Well, yeah, and then we're gonna see. Um, they're gonna talk about it more. Let's read the next one. If a man strikes the eye of his male servant or the eye of his female servant so that it is destroyed, then he must let him go free on account of his eye. If he knocks out his male servant's tooth or his female servant's tooth, then he shall let him or her go free on account of the tooth. Okay. Well, that now, see, that's not exactly eye for eye, right? It's like, uh-huh. but that's a servant, though. Again, a servant, your employee, yeah. essentially. If I, if I injure you, well, you can go free now. You're not my slave anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to see that prevents see it's all preventative really it prevents mistreatment of slaves or employees right. as we call because them these they days. Lose their property, <laughs> right they lose their property yeah yeah exactly yeah it's, it's preventing the mistreatment of people in general of anybody except if if they can afford to buy more slaves and they just beat up the one that, that they didn't like yeah yeah 
Sure, sure. People people still break the laws, right? We have all these laws and people still break them, right? So it doesn't it doesn't it's it's trying to prevent people from breaking the law, but and and of course this is because of the human heart is evil. Right? Yeah. I mean the law we have all these laws but people still break them. So yeah, there would be no then. need for laws if people kept everything the way they're... The, the laws only matter is how to establish a judgment for what happened. Yeah, and, and God ultimately wants these laws to be written on our heart so yeah. we don't harm others, which is the, you know, the two commandments that summarize the whole thing. Love God, love your neighbor. Treat, you know, treat others as you would want to be treated. Yeah, but all these laws are really to help the injured party either get free or compensated or to, it's really to help the person that's being wronged right the, the victim to prevent yeah to prevent to prevent these things from happening and also if it does happen to compensate the victim yeah it's judge it's justice justice yeah so it's fully accounting for people doing this and that's why they need yeah. to come up with a system to pay the injured party. And these are laws given to the Israelites who are not supposed to do any of this stuff at all, but God probably knows that they're still going to do it, you know? Yeah, and um, then some of this stuff, I mean, unless you're like intentionally premeditated murder, you know, you get death penalty. But all these other stuff, it sounds like things just happen in life, you know, where they probably didn't come across it until it actually happens to them so like if the master ends up injuring his servant or somebody wanting to like injure a pregnant woman or whatever it doesn't sound like it's all premeditated it just happens so they're like they're trying to yeah i mean it's messy yeah life is kind of messy right people lose their temper yeah. people disagree there's a, there's always some problem when you're dealing with other yeah. people right so so the, this is just compensation and rights for the injured party yep okay so now we get laws about uh property restitution or property okay yeah. so and in, in including animals yeah um if an ox gores a man or a woman to death then the ox must surely be stoned and its flesh must not be eaten but the owner of the ox will be acquitted. So it's kind of like the death penalty for the animal, right? Oh, yeah, like dogs. But not for the owner, not for the owner of the yeah. animal. Unless the owner, like, did something to make Well, it, it talks about that, actually. It yeah. talks about that next. Okay, but, but, but if the ox has had the habit of goring and the owner has been made aware of it, then he has, and he has not kept it in and it has killed a man or a woman, then the ox shall be stoned, and its owner also shall be put to death. <laughs> yes. You know, we don't have ox today, but we have vicious dogs that do this, right? Well, there's ox. I, I, there's a lot of ox where I live. Where you live? <clears throat> uh, but yeah. people now keep uh, animals in their homes, you know, very close proximity to everybody else, and um, yeah. rises in buildings. Well, this comes up with dogs a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, my mother, my mother was bit by a dog. She just, you know, she went to, uh, and then, and then she found out that same dog before there was a few times that dog attacked people also and caused injury. Yeah, so that's kind of like this. Owner. Yeah. 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 This is, it happens a lot with dogs, this exact thing. If the dog has a habit of attacking people, then the owner is guilty. Happens. Yeah, nothing happens to the owners except for civil 
But yeah, I mean, I've come across, you know, dogs wanting to kill you if the owner didn't hang on to that leash. Oh, yeah. 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 Me too. I see that a lot. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of uh, they always yell at me instead of like their own damn. Yeah. Oh, man. In in uh, in the suburbs of Minneapolis, I was riding my bike in uh, like by the river, one of these parks and yeah. like early, like 6 a.m. in the morning, riding a mountain bike. There's nobody there. And then all of a sudden there's someone walking his dog and then the dog gets free and just starts chasing yeah. me, attacking me. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, man, I'm just trying to ride my bike in the morning, you know, go for a peaceful, nice bike ride. And I'm getting attacked by someone's dog who's chasing me. It was like far away, too. And it ran all across. The oh, yeah, they're nasty. And they're not trained. <laughs> That's the thing. I think dogs are actually more vicious than some of these ox and cows and whatever. At least my, my cat doesn't attack people. <laughs> that's a good thing. Birds. Cats are they're afraid of people. If people come yeah. to my house, the cats hide. That's the way it should be. That's the way dogs should be too. <laughs> so at um, least my cats are not attacking people. Yeah. Um all right. All right. So uh owner put to death. If a ransom is set for him, then he shall give for the ransom of his life whatever is demanded of him. Now here it sounds like they could pay money instead of being put to death. Yeah. The end of verse thirty at verse thirty there, right? So right. maybe the someone so that the ox attacks you again, you know, and then you're like, oh, that guy could has to be put to death. But you could say, well, if that guy just pays me a bunch of money, then he can live. That, you know, which would probably be better for the person who got gored by the ox. You'd rather get money than have the guy yeah, killed. If they, you're thinking clearly, yeah. If you're angry, then you want to see him die, but then you're not going <laughs> to get the money. Yeah, I don't know. Which would you prefer if they knew that this guy would... Well, I'd rather get the money, but you might be so angry that you just want to see him die as well. So uh, you, get a choice. you have to stake. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Whether it gored a son or gored a daughter, it will be done to him according to this rule. If the ox gores a male servant or a female servant, then the, its owner shall give 30 shekels of silver to their master and the ox must be stoned. So there's not the death penalty for killing a slave. Yeah. Cuz they're they're looking at this as like labor. They're looking at it as a uh as it's as property. a business thing. Yeah, property, the the loss of uh work. Only 30 shekels. Well, I mean, how much is that? Not much. I think it's a lot actually. I think that's a lot. It is? But no, I don't know. We'd have to look that things. up comes up much later because they offered what is it judas got 30 shekels for well that was a that was later that was yeah. the you know but over a thousand years later this theme is continuing i'd have to look up i'd have to look into that to see how much that would be um well, what verse is that verse 30 ounces, 345 grams well that doesn't tell us how much it's worth whatever silver was worth back then shekels would be in silvers right yeah, I don't know how much that is. Um, if a man opens a pit, or if a man digs a pit and does not cover it, and an ox or a donkey falls into it, then the owner of the pit must make restitution. He must give money to their owner, and the dead animal will be his. If one man's ox hurts another's so that it dies, then they shall sell the live ox and divide its proceeds and divide the dead ox also. Or if it be known that the ox has had the habit of goring and its owner has not kept it in, 
then he shall surely pay ox for ox, and the dead animal will become his own. Okay. An ox for an ox. <laughs> There's a lot of ox where I live. Then you should Oxen. look up the laws in your area about ox. Oh, they call them uh, water buffalo usually. Yeah. Um, I but, bet you uh, I think it's they an ox. Have something similar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's large animals with horns, right? I mean, animals, they're they're a bit unpredictable, yeah. Yeah. So this 22 laws about restitution. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and kills it or sells it, then he shall repay five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. If a thief is caught breaking in and is struck so that he dies, then there will be no blood guilt for him. If the sun has risen on him, then there is blood guilt for him. He must make full restitution. If he has nothing, then he will be sold for his theft. If the stolen items is in fact found alive in his possession, whether it be an ox or donkey or sheep, then he shall repay double. So is is that talking about if you kill a thief at night, there's no punishment for that? But if you kill a thief in the daytime, what is this talking about? (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of complicated i'm trying to figure it out <laughs> okay. so what's the first one saying now if a massive the ox kills he shall pay five oxen Re- repay so for if he steals so this is about stealing really right there's all these things here so if he steals well, the, one ox or a sheep he, yeah. he has to get paid five times yeah that, but then verse two if, if a thief is caught breaking in. in and is struck so that he dies, then there will be no blood guilt for him. So it's okay. That's like the law of self-defense or something, right? It is. If, so if, like so, if he breaks in and, he, yeah, so self-defense. Like if somebody's breaking into his house at night, but it doesn't say night, right? Caught breaking well, in. Well, well, it does in the next, in verse 3. Oh. If the sun has risen on him, then there is blood guilt for him. Oh, I see. You know why? Probably because at night you're not thinking. So that's basically terror. Somebody's breaking into your house at night. You have a right to kill them. But if he has during the day, you have time to think and react. So if you can stop not killing them, then that would be a good thing. So he's saying that he could be guilty during the day, right? There's guilt for him. Yeah. So he has to make then, restitution for that. Yeah. Okay. And then he will be sold for his theft. So that's that's talking about the thief. If the the, the yeah. thief has to make restitution, but if he cannot do that, then he will be sold for the the thief will be put into slavery. Maybe <laughs> the thief he see the pronouns are a little hard to figure out sometimes. Yeah, if um, I guess so, he must make full restitution if he has nothing. Uh, so he has to make, so he must be the thief here, right? If the sun is risen on him, then he has blood guilt. He must. It almost sounds like if he killed him during the day, the person who killed him has to make full restitution and not the thief. No, no. I think, I think, it, I think just that once verse three, that one sentence is talking about blood guilt. Blood guilt is like uh, the murder. Yeah. He's guilty of murder or not. And then it kind of, doesn't really unpack that anymore and then he again is the thief he must make full restitution is talking about the uh, thief again i think because he, sa- he says well, if he has nothing then he will be sold for his theft the only part that's confusing is because the owner is not guilty for killing somebody during the night but he is guilty of 
Yeah, because um, when you during a day, because you're awakened at night. Yeah, and you're not thinking clearly. But if you but in the daytime, it, you know, you're maybe it's someone uh, who's working for you or something. It's a even now I think they have similar they do distinction. Yeah, yeah, they do. But I'm saying that because he's guilty during the day, that's where you require restitution. You don't require if you're not guilty. So that's why I'm not sure who he's supposed to be. I think that's the thief later in that okay. second he there. But but there's either way, there's blood guilt on if you kill know. a thief in the daytime, you're guilty of murder, it sounds like. Yeah. So he must make full restitution. Why would he need to do that if he died during the day? Thief died. If a thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no blood guilt for him. But if the sun has risen on him, there shall be blood guilt for him. Hmm. Yeah, who's who's the pronoun? The pronouns are very difficult. Um, is well, there blood guilt for the, the thief? Person who's guilty? Because that's the person who has to make restitution. For right now, let's just say it's the owner. Owner must make full restitution. If he has nothing, then he will be sold for his theft. But that's but the theft the is the thief is the one who had the theft, yeah. right? So I think they're just okay. If the guy dies, there's this thing. But then it's talking about here if he didn't die. I think just generally speaking. Punishment well, what for being a thief. If the stolen happen. item is in fact found alive in his possession, whether it be an ox, a donkey, or a sheep, then he shall repay double. If a man causes a, yeah, I think I think we're good the on thief. that. It's a little bit, a little confusing, but uh, yeah. it involves, uh, yeah. Oh, so you know what? It sounds like the thief, if he he has to repay double for stealing during the day, so Maybe, he has to yeah. make full restitution if he has nothing. Then he then he sold as a slave for his theft. Yeah, the thief. And then and if he steals any one of these things, he has to pay double. Yeah, if he's found, if they catch him with the stuff, yeah. if he's fact found alive, the, if the item, if the, it sounds like he's stealing um, animals in this case, that's yeah. the term. All right. If a man causes a field or vineyard to be eaten and puts out his beast so that it feeds in another man's field, he must make restitution of the of the best of his own field and of the best of his own vineyard. Makes sense, right? Sounds fair. Yeah. If fire breaks out and catches in thorn bushes so that stacked grain or the standing grain or the field are consumed, then he who started the fire must surely make restitution. Makes sense. Good. Restitution. If a man gives his neighbor money or items to be kept for him and it is stolen from the man's house, if the thief is caught, he must repay double. If the right. thief is not called, caught, then the owner of the house will be brought before the judges to determine if he has laid his hand on his neighbor's goods, right? Oh, that's yeah. good to see if he stole the property or not. Yeah, you got to see if the guy's lying or not and that kind of yeah. thing. Investigate further. For any kind of trespass, whether it be for an ox or a donkey or a sheep, for clothing or for any type of lost thing, where another says it is his, the case of both parties shall come before the judges, and whoever the judges find guilty will pay double to his neighbor. So it's paying back double yeah. as a punishment. There, thou shall not like steal, right? Figure it out. They can't just automatically give them a guilty yeah. pronouncement. If a man gives his neighbor a donkey or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep for him and it dies or is injured or is driven away while no one sees it, then there will be an oath for the Lord between both of them that he has not laid his hand upon his neighbor's property. 
and its owner must accept this, and he will not have to make restitution. However, if it was stolen from him, he shall make restitution to its owner. If it is torn in pieces, then let him bring it as evidence, and he will not have to repay for that which was torn. All right. And if a man borrows anything from his neighbor, and it is hurt or dies when the owner was not with it, then he shall surely make restitution. But if the owner was with it, he shall not make restitution. If it was a hired thing, it came with his hire. Kind of makes sense. Basic restitution. Yeah. Well, it covers a lot of situations. Yeah. Property. All right. Now, this says moral and ceremonial laws. ESV says um, laws about social justice. (laughs) Totally different. (laughs) Wow. I wonder what this says. Verse 16, right? Social responsibility. Social responsibility. Okay. Wow. Moral. I guess there's a morality involved here. So if a man, now this one's pretty interesting here. If a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged and has relations with her, he must surely endow her to be his wife. If her father absolutely refuses to give her to him, he must pay money according to the dowry of virgins. This reminds sleep me with the of woman. Nina's story. But they, they just totally killed everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's why I felt bad for her because uh, I don't think she's marriable again after that rape. Well, they could be, I think, but it's, um, but yeah, they have, they're, they're kind of, uh, they're at, they're disadvantaged. You know what I mean? There was, there, there was, it's almost kind of, it's interesting. This comes right after all these laws about theft. Yeah. So in, in a way, it's not saying, um, well, it is punishing sex before marriage, punishing that. is trying to preserve the daughters because the virginity was, in a sense, property for that house, the mm. parents. The value in that culture and time frame, and even today in a lot of cultures, women value goes down if they yeah. were yeah. Yeah. sex before marriage. Yeah, so he's got to pay. He doesn't have to marry. He's supposed to ma- marry her, basically, right? If you sleep yeah. with some woman, you should, you're should you expected to marry her. But if the father doesn't want his daughter to marry this guy, then he's got to pay the... He's got to pay the dowry, but he's not actually going to be allowed to marry her. Yeah, which is fine. That's that's some uh, that's some serious, you know. That will make a man think twice before sleeping with some girl. Yeah, especially if <laughs> you know what I mean. A large dow- Yeah, thinking it could cost me the dowry price, but I'm not even going to get a wife. You got to really like the girl before you sleep. You know what I mean? Like these days, people will have, you know, sleep around with women they don't even like. Yeah, for free. Know? I mean, like sex is available. Just for, for it's, it's a, it's the, uh, no yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a drug or something, you know, it's like, uh, for doing it for casual sex, which I don't, you know, we, we've had so much propaganda about that in our generation and a little bit before that. I don't think it used I don't think people ever really well I guess they did probably but that's one of the big propaganda things we got as children probably was uh, prom- promiscuity is fun yeah. and good you know what but I mean it destroyed it used to be considered a bad thing and people frowned upon it but yeah. now it's celebrated and then it's well, became now it's become uh, you know castrate yourself and men can get well, pregnant I think you the <laughs> younger generation that grew up with all of this whereas just freely available especially now they can hook up on apps and stuff they're starting to recognize that it's a bad thing because most people are like used up as kleenex before they're even in their mid-20s right ready they can't find 
good husbands anymore because they've already extended themselves out there to everybody. There's no respect for the human body and the relationship anymore. I mean, look at the level the woman had to be protected in this time, right? Yeah, it's basically, it's like you're expected to marry the woman. Oh, yeah. In in either way, you're still going to pay the dowry. So it's 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 almost equivalent to getting married. Like having sex with a woman is the same as you're getting married to her. Well, yeah, and then God was actually protecting the women not to get used up like that, because mm-hmm. in the culture they would have been frowned upon. So they essentially become used goods that they're not really marriable anymore. And then they always had a dowry. They always had a value to these women anyway. In this culture. The women got the dowry, but in India culture, the women have to give dowry to the husband. In this sense, it, it was actually protecting the women. Not only did they get the dowry uh, from the husband, that's essentially their inheritance and provision, but then culturally they're protected within their community and not ostracized for having. Pre- yeah. 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 Protect again, human rights, protecting. Yeah. Uh, different types of people from different types of abuse or mistreatment and yep. valuing valuing people right showing people have value yeah and i well, wish they would honor that today in some way but they've gone away from it completely yeah 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 totally all right so verse 18 oh look at this. this is a very interesting one here you must not allow a sorceress to live now the words in Greek, the word sorceress is pharmakos, mm. which is a, it's it's the female version of a sorcerer, which is where we get the word pharmacist. Yeah, <laughs> it's a magician magician because the magicians no, used that. herbs and 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 they're also called. And the dictionary says uh, one skilled in arcane uses of herbs or drugs, okay. or a poisoner. Also, poisoner is another. Mm-hmm definition occult one who does extraordinary things through occult means sorcerer magician yeah phar- pharmacist so they basically <laughs> would have to be against god altogether to be able to do that magic yeah stuff. someone pra- practicing magic it's always uh seen as a bad thing um which is i think the magic is a person trying to manipulate the supernatural world yep. to their own yeah, will and now how they instead do of it. doing god's like like there are miracles in the world but it's god doing the miracle yeah. and we don't try to manipulate trying to manipulate the gods through through the idols and the idolatry all that stuff so yeah, but it's interesting they get the death penalty yeah. right yeah that's amazing they get the death so all penalty. the witches go to death pretty much because because the sorcerers were considered healers as well yeah. like if you had a, a problem you would go see the sorcerer to try to heal you it's like a doctor right yeah, I mean, they could have made it was a pagan doctor. They were more about most of the time they did other like witchcrafty stuff or worship other gods to kind of do that magic. Well, but, but for the purpose of healing, though, for yeah. the per- they like they had good intentions, right? It sounded right. good on paper, at least. You know, oh, even sure. when these people here where I live, they go, they go, they go offer food to the idols. Yeah. They have, they they like they want good luck. They want good things to happen sure. in their life when they do that. Yeah, it looks, um, you know, it looks harmless. It looks like it's a good thing, but oh, now this is interesting because if you can you scroll up a little bit so we can see verse eighteen as well. Yeah, 
because because 18 19 and 20 all have the death penalty so they might kind of go together in a way yeah so 18 you must not allow a sorceress to live and then 19 whoever has relations with a beast must surely be put to death right put to death yeah. and then 20 he who sacrifice who who sacrifices to any god other than the lord alone shall be utterly destroyed so they're all talking about death penalty using different slightly different words hebrew yeah. as well so but they're all kind of like evil you know stuff. they all yeah. relate to so magic sorcery yeah, animals, bestiality uh, yeah. which which the pagans did all these things right they did bestiality in in certain rituals and then no, sacrificing all this legal now so it's all kind of related to uh yeah. pagan rituals sorcery bestiality and sacrifices to other gods right which they all did now the israelites the israelites did end up worshiping other gods later on unfortunately yeah, I and mean, that's why they get punished <clears throat> so um yeah so anyway um, death penalty for all that death penalty for all that stuff which is great you know they need to carry it out today too <laughs> More you must neither wrong a foreigner nor oppress him for you were foreigners in the land of egypt yeah well, that's, that's, that's fair right treat foreigners with uh human rights as well right yeah that includes all the migrants that are migrating right. everywhere now the gentiles yeah <laughs> the goyim but the same with you know like immigration whether it's lawful or unlawful they are they are foreigners entering the land so that means we yeah. should not treat them inhumanely yeah i mean because ultimately god's promises to abraham were the word used is goyim right for for the yeah. nations you you know so uh so it's about god's he's making this covenant with the israelites but really he wants this for all people ultimately that all these specific uh restitution laws and stuff i'm sure nobody else was even thinking about that they're not thinking to take care of all the injured people or the foreigners in any way right um other so other cultures detail of god's character yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah this is what god wants this is his character this is the kind of society he wants people to live in yeah with justice right and uh, yeah. honesty decency love god love your neighbor you shall not afflict any widow or orphan if you afflict them in any way and they cry at all to me i will sure I, I will surely hear their cry yeah. and my anger will burn and i will kill you with the sword and your wives will become widows and your children fatherless wow. <laughs> whoa cool. god's a little angry <laughs> yeah. well it's, it's inflicting the same punishment that the ones that did it so like he's really protecting the widow and the orphan right so if widow, he, the, yeah who's married yeah. and has a family and does that to a widow and orphan though then they become widows and orphans too it's tit for tat it's almost like he um if someone's a widow or an orphan god takes them in in his own yeah. family it sounds like right so yeah. now god is acting like the father protecting these people especially because they don't have human protectors right no, so god is stepping in to protect these people you yeah. mess with the widow or orphan you're messing with god but look and they the talk a lot though. it's the same judgment to put them in the same condition as the ones they hurt and then even uh, jesus talks about that right um yeah hey, oh, let me let me just read this you don't have to go there james 127 religion that is pure and undefiled before god the father is this 
to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and yeah. to keep oneself unstained from the world. He takes seriously for someone who doesn't have means of protection. Widows and yeah. orphans are especially on the top of the list, which is yeah. great. All right. So um, verse 25, if you lend money to any of my people who is poor among you, do not be a creditor to him and do not charge him interest. If you take your neighbor's garment as a pledge, you shall return it to him before the sun goes down, for that is his only covering. It is his garment for his body, and what else will he sleep? And when he cries out to me, I will hear, for I am gracious. Well, that's good. Well, it sounds like, yeah, don't take advantage of poor people, right? Um, yeah, because maybe like back then all they had was their clothing on them as collateral rather uh, than yeah, yeah, yeah. Their collateral overnight saying, no, give it back because he's going to sleep in that. And, you know, if and if he's crying out that I don't have that garment for protection, then God's going to hear him and he's going to take judgment on the neighbor that took it. Mm-hmm. These are creditor laws. The, there's so many of them today because uh, to protect the debtor against the creditor harassment. Okay. Protecting the poor, especially the ones that don't even have enough. All they have is clothes on their back. All right. So the next one, verse 28, you shall not curse God or curse the ruler of your people. Now, is that talking about, does that apply to Joe Biden? Yes, it does. (laughs) Really? We can't curse Joe Biden? We're guilty of that then, are we not? Well, he's talking to the Israelites. I don't know. Is is it an Israelite righteous ruler he's talking about? Don't curse King David? That kind of makes sense. He never uh, makes any distinction if they're a good or bad parent or ruler or anything. It's just saying don't curse your ruler of your people. So anybody who's been chanting... um, Let's go Biden. Remember that chant? Yeah. What it really means? Well, yeah. They yeah, I know. Be doing I know. That, right? Um, although our contest, it doesn't necessarily mean king. It could be any leader, like a local leader as well, your neighborhood chief. Anyone um, who has authority over you yeah. that got appointed, right? Yeah. Yeah. We should not be cursing them. That mm. includes, yeah, all the politicians that we have to deal with. Although I was wonder if it's legitimate, if it's like um, I wonder. I'll have to look into that further. If it, if it's someone acting as a ruler in God's, you know, like a godly ruler, a righteous ruler, then absolutely I would agree with that. I'm going to look into that further to see if there's any exceptions. Yeah, that's the problem. Because <laughs> we love cursing our evil rulers so much. <laughs> yeah, but, we uh, I, I just, you know, I just wonder if this is talking about. You know, in God's kingdom, don't do this because He's establishing His kingdom, trying to, and um, and that goes again with all the rest of the stuff that, like, your parents not to curse them if they're bad. We uh, yeah, and more research needed. I think I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not sure I'm not sure about this yet, and that's fine. You know, sometimes it takes time. So to let's look into leave that one open else. because yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, at least, I, I do need to look into it further. You know, all right. Um, see what you know people have to say about that, and then verse twenty nine: You must not delay to offer the first of your harvest and of your vats. You must give to me the firstborn of your sons which we came across before, right? Yeah, he's always uh, asking that, uh, for the first fruits, you know, so that way. Yeah, it, it belongs one. to him. Yeah, everything. He made it. 
Yeah. And it's not talking about sacrifice, human sacrifice. It's oh, talking about dedication their, or consecration. Yeah. Their souls yeah. basically belong. Yeah. Mm. Likewise, you must do the same with your oxen and with your sheep. Seven days it shall remain with its mother, but on the eighth day you must give it to me. You will you will be holy men to me, therefore you must not eat any flesh that is torn by beasts in the field. You must throw it to the dogs. So eighth day and now the eighth day is when they circumcised the uh children, the men the boys too, right? Yeah. The eighth day. The eighth day they circumcised the boys. So you think um, this means circumcision when he says no, no, because that's talking about animals. Oh, the animals. But then this is conflicting to me then. You must give me the firstborns of your sons, but then right That's talking away, about people. Yeah. Yeah. But then it says you must do the same with your oxen and with your sheep. So now it's talking about oxen and sheep again. Seven days. The oxen and sheep. Well, I don't know if the eighth day you must give it to me. It I think there's um I don't know if that means sacrifice. No, I don't think they're, they're not going to kill. Do they actually see? I think there's a way to uh, buy back these animals as well. well that would be which we kind of saw already. That's redeeming. Yeah, we yeah. we we did see before that there's a way to buy back, and you do pay what a little is bit. What's God going to do on the eighth day with them if he, if we gave it to him, other than the sacrifice? It doesn't say right there. Well, that's when you make the payment. That's when you redeem it back from God. It's almost kind of like a you know a ritual or something to you know show that yes you you're i acknowledge you own this that this animal belongs to you but we're going to use it so i'm going to pay you for it i'm going to buy it back from god you know what i mean we we did come across this concept of redeeming and buying back and it kind of really it points to jesus in a way too right god jesus well, redeemed it does us relate to him because um he we are redeemed through him so that whole idea of redemption really only has to do with Jesus. He's just using that as a way to teach them what that means. Because the, all the animals that are given to God and sacrifices, that all points to Jesus anyway. The atonement for our sins, that's what the animals were for, um, to sacrifice. Yeah, and we're going to come across this again. This, this, um, I think they could sacrifice the animals. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have to. There was a way to buy them back from God as well. Yeah, um, but it was either or, right? So either you sacrifice it or you buy them yeah. back, which applies to us too. So that's the end of this chapter. Yeah, look into that a bit more too. Um, yeah, so that's all the time I have. Uh, yeah, we'll quit here and then we'll continue. All right. Well, well thank thanks you a so lot. much and have fun and at see church. You. Uh, see you next time. Have a good weekend. All right. Bye. bye. You too.